Hello, and welcome back to Stern Chats, a podcast that explores the untold stories of the NYU Stern community. My name is Cameron Murphy, and this week we're getting introspective. Business school often comes at a point of transition in our lives, but all of the change can also require us to leverage the significant, steadfast tenets of our identities. There's just one problem. What if we aren't sure what our strengths are? The Reflected Best Self exercise from Laura Morgan Roberts and colleagues at the Harvard Business Review is featured in Professor Dolly Chug's course at Stern and serves as a way to uncover these strengths. Here's how it works. You reach out to friends, family members, and colleagues and ask them to describe moments when, in their eyes, you were at your best. Then you go through the results, identify themes, and write a self-portrait that is meant to reinvigorate you and help you play to your strengths at work. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by my classmates from this course to talk through their experiences with this method. Lance Banks, Bernard Cooperman, and Christy Kim. Welcome to Stern Chats. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Will you all briefly introduce yourselves and to play on our theme, maybe give me a strength that you tend to admire in other people? Yeah, I think, well, first off, I'm Lance, a full-time MBA too. I think a strength that I tend to admire in others is consistency. Hey guys, uh, my name is Christy Kim and I am a tech MBA, which is a one-year program here at Stern. So I guess I'm technically a second-year MBA, according to the traditional MBA standards. And for me, um, I think the proactiveness in someone is something that I really admire, Um, especially when they may not be as comfortable in a setting or don't know what to do, and they dive right into it and really want to be proactive in helping others. You and Lance are creating the building blocks of a dream group project team. (laughs) Well, I think we got it. I think we do. I think we do. My name is Bernard. I'm an MBA one. And a characteristic that I think is very desirable is the uh, coachability. Coachability for me goes a long way. Those were all fantastic answers. Now I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into the topic that we have at hand. I'd love to hear what, if anything, surprised you about the responses you received to the tell me about a time when I was my best self prompt. The ones that I have received have been, you know, really heartwarming. And I think that a nice quality that I've noticed is reinforcing some of the qualities or the practices that I might have thought were too much or this is, you know, me being crazy and neurotic and someone else sees that as like, uh, really appreciate that you did that or you know, that you inspired me to do this. I think that sort of thing, it's very easy to get in your head and think that certain things can be too much. And it's sort of helpful to be, you know, reinforced and where you're kind of going right versus, you know, off the path. Yeah, actually, uh, going off of what Lance said, I had, I had a similar reaction, especially because I got like a feedback from a client and he was like, you know, I really love how you're so, you know, he called it type A management skills. <laughs> And I was like, translation in my head, I'm thinking, isn't that basically me being like extremely type A and almost like micromanaging in some sense? But he was like, no, we really needed that in, especially in navigating like in certain circumstances or especially communicating things to our stakeholders. So um, how I view myself and how 
he views me or others view me, it's, it's different, but also they appreciate how those qualities that I may not appreciate in myself, it, it's being appreciated by other people. And maybe another strength, too, is you recognize that there was a need for this maybe more type A management <laughs> style. I, I have been known to also be type A. Interesting. And in my case, I asked uh, family and friends. So my, my grandmother, uh, peop- my, my mother, my, my girlfriend, my father and my cousin, people that I already expect to, to know a lot of about my strengths. And it was really heartwarming to to listen to them, uh, talking to them about my, my strength and, and, and especially real life examples of this these strengths uh, coming to life. Really heartwarming, really good, felt really, really good. So a lot of the traits that you're mentioning sound like things that are more innate to you, but were there also strengths that maybe you felt like you developed over time? And what does that say about the nature maybe of where our strengths tend to come from? Maybe I can speak to that first. <laughs> um, so I think also going back to what Lance said, so when I view myself and my tendencies, I think of them as almost like neurotic. <laughs> and um, I think, however, somehow like over time, I think um, I've developed these skills to actually make it seem like I'm calm and collected during these times, but internally I'm freaking out. And so I think it's interesting how like I've, I've developed these skills to maintain composure and calmness when internally I may be literally like all over the place, stressed out, freaking out. Um, so I think that's one contrast that I've noticed in myself that I have been able to develop over time. You're emitting a lot of calmness right now. So I don't know how you're <laughs> feeling internally, but I feel yeah. soothed as you're speaking. <laughs> that definitely resonates with me. I think that uh, something that has kind of come together over time is just the idea of balance. I think that sometimes it's easy to, um, especially when you have certain deadlines or, you know, business school, like certain expectations of what that program is supposed to do and what you should come out with. Um, it's easy to lean too hard in one, you know, direction or one end of the spectrum. And I think that's something that I've noticed and, you know, reading the feedback and just, you know, observing my own sort of decisions over the years is this idea of finding that place to, to balance it all and not like burn myself out. Yeah, I think that's a great transition to something I wanted to ask you about. How have the strengths you've identified in your stories either come through or not come through during your time at Stern? So one strength that really made a lot of sense to me was what my girlfriend told me, that one of my strengths is I'm curious. I'm very curious uh, and humble and a good listener, uh, especially curious about other, other cultures. And this is something that really works really well in the MBA. I mean, we are exposed, especially coming from, uh, I come from Brazil, uh, coming from another background, we're exposed to all different sorts of cultures, especially being in New York. And being curious and being a good listener goes a long way in the program. It makes a lot, a lot of difference. And also, I think it, it is not innate to me, uh, I, I didn't think of myself as a good listener until she, she, she told me that. And now I believe that it's something that I've been working on uh, for a while. Uh, I was managing people in Brazil before, and it's something that you need, you need to practice. You need to be an active listener. It's not an, an easy task. You need to be uh, actively putting energy into it. And it's something that I've been learning. I haven't perfected it. I'm far from it, but I'm really happy I've been able to develop it. I think that for me, 
something that has come through in my experience at Stern is just focus. I think that it is a very busy time where you have a lot of opportunities, a lot of activities compressed into a very you know short period of time. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of attraction to, you know, join all of the clubs, go to all of the activities, all of the events. And I think that in order to kind of like what I was speaking to earlier, avoid burning out, you kind of need to be selective. And while it is great to, you know, be open to lots of other things and jump into something that like you didn't expect to, I do think it's important to also sort of like keep your focus. And I think for me, whether that's the clubs I've joined, the jobs I've applied to, like I've uh, really tried to stay, stay focused. Yeah, you'd think we would have learned in undergrad not to be swayed by free food and t-shirts and signing up for things, but here we are. No, it, 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 the free food will always uh, have a place in my heart, I think. (laughs) (laughs) As it should. On a similar note, what do you see as the biggest obstacles to being your best self in an MBA program? It sounds like maybe one of them is the prioritization factor in the sense that you are pulled in a bunch of different directions. But what are other things that you've experienced in terms of challenges? On the topic of um, clubs and organizations, uh, delegation is a little bit challenging in business school, especially because these are all your peers. We're all essentially volunteers for clubs and organizations. And Um, being able to effectively delegate, especially when we all know how crazy it is in business school, right? And so asking someone to essentially step up or help out with uh, with certain things is really hard. And um, I think it's definitely a lot easier when you have like a hierarchical structure to do so. But then here, it's very, uh, very flat in terms of organizations. So that's been the most challenging thing, I think. Do you think you're even more challenged by it in the sense that you are a type A person? And so yes. you yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Once again, we are aligned. Yep. Interesting. No, 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 so I agree to that. I'm a the complete opposite. I'm a type B person. <laughs> and, <laughs> so here in the MBA also together with the prioritization part, I believe I believe in going with the flow with the program. I, I'm exposed uh, to all sorts of things that before the program I could couldn't even imagine. Would happen. So what I do, I my my priority, top priority is taking care of my mental and physical health, and while doing so, I can open myself up to all the different experiences that the MBA experience provide. So I'm I'm not sure I can prioritize because there's so much going on at all the time, and I want to do everything. So I'm just putting myself out and exposing myself while being. Uh, mentally fit and physically fit. That's how I, I, I try to absorb and approach things. Well, I guess two takeaways then from that. One is you can succeed regardless of type in an MBA program. And two, we can probably learn a lot from each other by, to your point from earlier, Bernard, being curious and being open. Yes, uh, f- for sure. It's a, everybody has a different personality trait and, and, and strengths. Sometimes... I think it can feel like certain strengths are more valuable than others, though, in business school. And that's something that a lot of people seem to struggle with. So uh, to give you an example, I am hopeless in Excel, but I know everything about the Bachelor franchise. Unfortunately, (laughs) that doesn't serve me very well here. So I'd love to hear what advice you have for people who maybe feel as if their strengths are less useful or less appreciated in this type of environment. Yeah, I think that one would be surprised by what qualities are valued when it comes to 
you know, really going out there for different opportunities. In Stern, I know, really markets this in uh, their recruiting, but just sort of the EQ versus IQ, I think that that's a, a huge thing. And I think that there are a lot of resources to work on, you know, Excel bootcamp, SQL bootcamp, or, you know, brush up on the hard skills that you might not be as uh, fresh on. But I think that it really does benefit, you know, to have those soft skills. And I think that, you know, you being a huge fan of the Bachelor franchise, <laughs> you wouldn't think so. But I do think that there are lots of, you know, things that come out of that, that I think, you know, have kind of helped you um, you know, land where, where you are. Yeah, I guess there's a relatability to it that, you know, people recognize one another as the trash humans they are for being <laughs> obsessed with this horrible show. You're not a trash human. <laughs> <laughs> so I think coachability is a uh, integral skill in business school because we're all coming from different backgrounds and uh, there's no key skills besides um, people skills, I would actually say, like EQ, um, that's more important than um, coachability because essentially we're all coming here to learn about everything and anything, right? Um, and especially like feels like consulting. They're recruiting for a generalist and they're not really hiring someone who has these hard skills that uh, you may need in like tech fields, for example. So I think given that it's important to be someone who is flexible, open to learn, and be able to be coached into whatever uh, vertical or field they actually want to go into after business school. Yeah, on, on this aspect, I don't really believe in, in learning skills that are applicable to an immediate role. Uh, I like one philosophy of, of Steve Jobs, and it's, it's a cliche, you know, very old school stuff, uh, but he used, he used to say something about connect, connecting the dots. So you learn something that right now makes a lot of sense to you that you're interested in, something that resonates with you for some reason, and then somehow, uh, somewhere in the future, you might connect this with a business application. So an advice that I would give is look for something that you have an, uh, an authentic curiosity to learn instead of just, oh, I'm going to take financial modeling this semester. Actually, it's a great course with, with Professor Gode. Please take it. Very nice. Uh, but if Because I'm going to be a banker. But choose, oh, I... I'm interested in, in people, so I'm going to take uh, management classes or I'm actually going to take classes in, the, in other, other schools too because I think, for example, if, if it's not something that you are gonna, uh, it's going to resonate with you, it's not going to stick with you. So it's more important to, to learn something that you're authentically curious and sometime in the future you're probably going to connect it than to learn some random Excel skill that you're probably not going to even use even though it's very business applicable. Yeah, was it Casey Musgraves who had the Follow Your Arrow song? I think that sounds a little bit like what you're saying in terms of let's go down the path that feels right to you and maybe not try to go down the one that has a lot of resistance, which, again, for me is anything with Excel. <laughs> <laughs> so how has your definition of your best self either changed or remained the same since coming to Stern? For me, I think it's kind of uh, going back to the idea of, you know, focusing on what it is that you want. I think that um, for me in undergrad, that worked really well. I kind of knew that I wanted to be in the live music uh, entertainment industry and really kind of put all of my eggs in that basket and really kind of pursued it. And I think that in 
business school, it's also helped because I can refer to the process of, you know, trying to pursue a career, or establish something in a field that is more ambiguous and, and less of a clear cut, has less of a clear cut path. And so for me, it's been, um, it's something that I think has kind of stayed that sort of idea of, you know, determination and just sort of knowing what it is that I want. We're grateful to people like you, Lance, for making us not all consultants and bankers. Well, you're never doing, say you're never. doing the good work. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest things that I learned here is, is humility, I think. Uh, b before coming to school, I was uh, managing a real estate business, a hospitality business, and a law office. And I felt like these skills would be immediately applicable to all the roles that I would apply here for internships and everything. And coming here and meeting all those amazing people from all those amazing different backgrounds uh, made me see that there are lots of different things that I that I want to learn, that I need to learn in order to uh, become my best self and, and reach my goals after school. So I think this definitely has been a very humbling experience for me and I've been learning a lot uh, from from this. What has that process felt like for you to feel as if what you thought would be true is not? It's extremely painful. <laughs> 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 it's uh, I'm came, I came here thinking oh I got into his turn. So I don't have to th worry about a thing in my life anymore. I'm going to choose uh, between all the companies that are my dream companies. You know, I'm going to take all the classes. I'm going to strike A's and, and I'm going to live in New York. And it's going to be like living in a dream. But it's, it's not that at all. We, we meet amazing people. We get exposed to amazing experiences. But it isn't uh, easy, as I thought. It isn't... Uh, we are, everybody is, is, is great here. Everybody uh, is, a, is, a, is amazing uh, that already is here. But there are lots of people, there is high demand for very low offer for everything in New York, from concerts to, to, to jobs, to internships. So uh, it's also a thing here. It's a, it's a humbling, but very uh, rewarding and, and growing experience that I think we, we need to go through if you want to become great leaders. Yeah, it strikes me, Lance and Bernard, based on what you just said, that through going through business school, you've either A, strengthened a pre-existing skill, which is a positive thing, or B, grown a new skill by going through a hardship, which is also a good thing. So it's interesting that your answers tie together in different ways. Yeah, and I think differently. Um, so for me, I think having or being able to leverage my existing skill sets was something that I was really grateful um, in business school because, for example, like I was a visual arts major in college and throughout my professional career, I didn't really get to leverage those creative skills as much. Um, but in business school, I had the opportunity to be more creative and apply those creative skills in various settings, whether it's like you know, being a photographer for one of the case competitions or, you know, helping design pretty PowerPoints, which I love doing, by the way. Um, and so it's like you have more flexibility and also opportunities to exercise all these, like, skill sets that I almost, like, suppressed over my professional career and then be able to leverage them in 
business setting, I guess, and academic setting. So that was fun. And yeah. That's super cool to hear. Have either of you had skills that have come out of the woodwork since you've been at business school that maybe you didn't get to necessarily leverage in your career? I think for me, I working in in entertainment and music, there wasn't so much um, quantitative work. And I think that even more so in undergrad, I, I did no math at all. Um, and I think that uh, here I'm doing the finance specialization and, you know, the courses that I've taken, um, I've really enjoyed. And it's interesting, I think, to sort of flex that muscle and think in that way, because it's a nice reminder that you don't you don't truly forget everything. It's easy to think that you do, but it's like it can it can come back. <laughs> yeah. And it's also having curiosity about yourself. Right. And being open to learning new things about what you're capable of. Yeah. It's really nice to have the the space and the resources to really uh, pursue that. I think that I came into Stern thinking that I was just going to do the entertainment media tech specialization because I knew that is, you know, what I wanted. And I think that as I uh, got further into my first semester, I kind of uh, just decided to pursue some of my other interests as well. And so that's kind of where, you know, the, the finance side of it came in. Well, I'd love to ask you all, what is the strength that you think Stern has as a community? It's a cliche to say EQ. No! <laughs> like, What's no. EQ? I never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think they've been drilling that in our heads since, like, the interview process, right? It's like, oh, EQ, write your essays about change and EQ. And I think that's, like, the one thing that I've really, really noticed, Esther, and is that everyone here has amazing EQ. Um amazing personalities, but people who are also ambitious and just so great at everything that they do. Um, and I think it's hard to come by people who are so great at what they do, but also have the EQ. And I think our Stern community is very unique in that we have both. Yeah, I think going off of that, I found the student body to just be very collaborative. I think that everyone is approachable. You can really kind of go after anything it is that you want to do. And I think that whether it's through the clubs or through career services or, you know, through developing a relationship with uh, a teacher, you know, I think that there is that opportunity to get the support that you need to really pursue what it is that you're hoping to do. So is this an exercise, the reflected best self exercise, one that you would recommend that others do? Is it something that you think was helpful to you in some way? I think it's uh, when you first read the prompt and first send out the emails, it in my opinion, felt a bit uncomfortable and, yeah, awkward, unnecessary. Um, But I will say that just based on the responses that I've received, I definitely am glad that I did it. It it was a good exercise, and I think that with the sort of final deliverable that we are are working towards, it'll be a good resource to refer to, you know, as you get further along into uh, your career. Yeah, you won't have to come with your own affirmations to the mirror in the morning. You can just look back at your reflected self-portrait. Yeah. So in, in my case, in the beginning, I, I asked my, my family and friends a moment that I was at my best. And they started describing like when I was happiest and some moment in my life that I was really happy and, and, and everything, but didn't talk a lot about my strengths. So uh, t- today <laughs> I asked them again, but 
please address my strengths and tell me an example. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I think it kind of goes back to your idea that we have a lot of different backgrounds. And so culturally, maybe the definition that they had of being at your best was when you were at your most joyful. And that's kind of beautiful. Yeah, that's that's true. And and both both of them, I think they they kind of can be mixed because I they said the, the moments that I was at my best was when I when I, when I was the happiest was when I uh, exploring my, my curiosity and discovering new things and, and and being really happy about moments in like that in my life and those in the end also matched my strengths that are this curiosity listening to people adapting to new cultures also focusing on on things that I'm passionate about and this actually was a was a good connection and uh, also a, a coincidence but very very happy one well i agree that curiosity is one of your strengths that's oh. something that i've noticed as well <laughs> thanks <laughs> so considering the strengths you've laid out today i'm going to throw you kind of a fun question hopefully you can you can come up with something here what do you think your avengers style like superpower would be that you want to be or, or yeah i mean i would hope you wanted a superpower Unless you're a super villain, I guess you could get a little <laughs> creative in that direction. <laughs> this is so tricky. The first thing that comes to mind is I don't know how it ties back necessarily to the to the strengths that I've that I've talked about, but just the idea of being invisible. Ooh, I love. Um, but I don't quite know how that <laughs> ties. What back. what draws you to the idea? I don't know. In, in a way, it, it sounds so silly, but just have the receipts, set the record straight <laughs> on a lot of no, a lot I of things. It. No, okay. What I'm hearing is you're really passionate about the truth. <laughs> you are a truth teller, and you want the ability to be better. Well, now it sounds like a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> like <laughs> we're getting to the truth, the bottom, the bottom of this. But uh, yeah, no, I, I got to think on that one a bit more. I like the answer, though, invisibility. <laughs> Lance and I are in another class together, and I did a presentation on Birkins today, so I'm glad you didn't say, I just want to go steal some Birkins with my <laughs> oh, invisibility no. from the I want to be in the store. room when the person is sort of, uh, the Birkin sales person is sort of, like, trying to... Write a review. Yeah, write a review of the person that they met with and decide what is the criteria for <laughs> this person can buy the bag I'd versus love to know those this strengths. person cannot. Yeah, like who's the person who has the money for the Birkin bag and gets rejected? Like I want to be <laughs> a fly on that wall. That's a great answer. <laughs> so my favorite Avenger is Iron Man. Ooh, same. I love Iron Man. And a character, his superpower is that he's extremely smart. And he learns really quickly and in a really deep way. And he's open to iterating all his products too. So if you go and see like the, the Iron Man suit in the first movie, he, he noticed there are some, some, some faults in the suit and then he corrected it. And I can resonate with that because I'm a person that uh, I love to explore different things. I, I believe and in exploring all sorts uh, of different activities and, and cultures and languages. But I, I, I lack the deep understanding of each of those subjects and he does that in a great way he with his all his intelligence he can be an expert in in building robots or something that is interesting to him in one night's uh, reading that that would be a, a skill that i would love in my life do you also like really expensive fast cars because that's <laughs> another big trait i also like it <laughs> 
Um, I think for me, it's spider sense, maybe, <laughs> um, especially coming from like consulting where, you know, we're always expected to outline all the dependencies and, you know, all the possible risks, right? I think I'm just so <laughs> ingrained in like doing that, that having like foresight into the future and maybe like, what are some of these key things that I need to be aware of to make sure my team is going to do well? Um, so I think that would be probably the superpower that I would want. What about climbing on walls? Would you also want that feature? Yeah, the... I have like the weakest arms also, so that would be very cool too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which, which building scale. in New York would you scale? Uh, Chrysler building because that's my favorite building in that's New York. My favorite too. God, Silva was on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so final question for the room. For people coming to business school, what do you think is a really important strength for them to bring with them? So I think you mentioned curiosity and, and active listening. I think those are some good ones. Is there anything else that we would want to throw out to people and say this would be really helpful to you during your experience? I know that I've talked a lot about uh, you know focus and, and determination, but I think also just flexibility. I think being open to what the school has to offer, whether that's the curriculum, whether that's the club. Uh, I think that having that flexibility could uh, lead you to a place that you wouldn't have expected that um, brings uh, a lot of value and, and joy. I think for me it's humility, going back to Bernard's point earlier too. Everybody has their strengths and weaknesses, and I think when you come to business school, you'll find people who are like really good at certain fields, but then they may be struggling in certain other fields because they just don't have that experience. And so like recognizing that everyone comes with their own superpowers here essentially. And then um, they, you know, may be struggling in one class, but they may be leading you in another class. So coming um, with that sort of mindset that, hey, you have to be humble in whatever situation. And then also respect everyone's skill sets and weaknesses as well. And then as a community, we all come together and we, I think, uh, are really able to help each other out um, in any situations. So I think that's really cool about Stern. But um, yeah, and having uh, or being surrounded with people like that who also share that humble mindset, I think, it's uh, really helpful because they're the ones who are also going to be able to help you during your times of needs too. So people root for each other's success. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. I think coming back to the EQ part that all of us mentioned and we get mentioned all the time, but especially the self-awareness, uh, mindfulness of how we are feeling at, at uh, school, because it doesn't matter. It, no matter how, how much you want to come to this class and, and learn with those amazing people, those amazing professors, in, if you're not in a good mental state, you're not going to be able to, to absorb you're not going to be able to, to be exposed and, and take the best of yourself. So being aware and, and knowing how to put yourself in a better uh, emotional and mental state so you can actually take the best of the program. This is, is my, my top one advice. Yeah, and I think coupling it with vulnerability and being able to tell other people I'm not in a great mental state and allowing them to, your point, Christy, to pick up your slack where they can because this really is such a supportive group. So I think those were all fabulous answers. Thank you, Bernard, Lance, and Christy for being fantastic guests. Anyone at Stern would be lucky to join your superhero squad. And thank you so much to the listeners for tuning in. Until next time, bye.